K2DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And welcome to Wednesday. It is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Tom Barfield down at Wings Pizza and Things. It is Ward White. Ward, how are you, sir? Outstanding. How are you guys this afternoon? Doing terrific. We're uh, we're, we're excited because we know what today's about. Today is is another one of those first in our getting ready for high school football. You're, you're there to uh, to host the the uh, Coach Stewart show over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, tonight coming up at 6 o'clock. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Football is finally officially back starting tonight, I guess you could say, at least for us at the radio station because we kick off uh, all our coaches' shows throughout the day on uh, ESPN and on our sister station, uh, Fox Sports, and then also uh, the coaches' show tonight kind of just – Get your feet wet, getting ready for Friday night. Absolutely, a lot of fun. Aaron, how are you? You doing okay? Doing good, doing good. It's been a good start to the day. Talked to uh, Sophia. You guys talked to Sophia. Coach Stewart from Temple, and he is excited. Yeah. (laughs) That was a great interview. I mean, he's he's, he's, – He's, he's he's ready for the game to start, I think. <laughs> so, well, he'll be coming off the practice field, I suspect, when he visits with Ward this uh, this evening. So, he'll really be jazzed up. So, should be a lot of fun. All right, here's what we got on the program. Uh, we'll talk some Cowboys, uh, and, and we'll do that in our, in, our, in our next segment. Tim Watkins from BearsIllustrated.com is going to join us here on the program. We'll also hear from Stephen Simcox from Locked on Horn Frogs. Uh, the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs. And uh, Brandon Salise from uh, Red Raider Sports is going to join us as well. At Ward, it is announced quarterback starting quarterback day. I mean, there's one or two in the NFL that were announced and a couple in college football that were announced. So it's, it's, it's that time. Well, yeah, it is, and it's trickling down. You know, you get one that kind of busts loose, and, you know, maybe it started with Baylor earlier this week, and then all of a sudden you hear A&M. Uh, this morning, and you hear other teams start to go ahead and announce their starting quarterback, and you know that just that proves that we're getting that much closer, like what we were talking about, to football on every level because they want to name those starting quarterbacks, as you've pointed out many times, as soon as possible, if nothing else, to get everybody else to quit asking questions, <laughs> quit asking questions, and get everybody else on board, start rallying around that quarterback, and. Make that quarterback comfortable and, and, and get that quarterback ready. I know that uh, Mosley was talking about uh, the Teddy Bridgewater announcement. I thought that was a little surprising, maybe is the word. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. He t- Wherever he lands, he tends to, to win the starting job. So say whatever you want, but he's, he's a starter again. He is a very efficient, competent NFL quarterback. And that's not, that's not throwing shade at him. I'm being dead serious. He's not a great NFL quarterback. But he's good and competent and doesn't make mistakes. Well, the biggest thing about Teddy Bridgewater is he's a competitor. And when you put him in there in those situations, he finds a way to win that job just by showing that he's going to compete at a high level for you and give you everything he has. And he's proven it time and time again. And you're right. He's not on the A-list of quarterbacks in the NFL, but he's competent and he gets the job done. But he is a great competitor. 
Hey, Ward, I, I know everybody's excited about Temple Wildcats football in, in Bell County, and particularly there in Temple, but it sounds like they're all lined up, ready to go, and, and it's two hours away. Yeah, it's starting to fill up in here pretty quickly. And, you know, look, Wings Pizza and Things is a great place, and, and Mike Dent and the guys do a, an outstanding job, and it, it is a point of uh, point of destination for a lot of people in the afternoons because, look, I'm looking at, what, 100 TVs right now with all kinds of sports on it, and you can enjoy some great wings and pizza and burgers and everything else. So, yeah, I'm expecting a big crowd tonight. Everybody's, you know, I've got several texts from, from fans and uh, mentions on Facebook that they're coming out tonight. They're ready for Temple Wildcat football to get started. How about that? I mean, and you can, <laughs> you literally can hear it in the background. Everybody kind of getting jazzed up as uh, the uh, Wildcats. And, and it is a big game. I, I realize every opening day for everybody is is big. But, man, you got South, you've got uh, Austin Westlake coming to town, and that will be a big football game. Well, you're right, because you look at Austin-Westlake, and that's a program that's proven itself. They're back-to-back state champions and, and looking to three-peak going into this year. They've got the number one quarterback in the state of Texas. Heck, maybe the number one quarterback in the country heading to Clemson. So, you know, this is a team that is just reloaded and got a lot of guys that feel very confident about their season coming up. And Coach Stewart decides, hey, you know what, we're going to line up and we're going to see what we need to do, where we're at, and give us a measuring stick before we go into district play because we all know that's what counts. But you also want to play against some teams, as you well know, Tom, that are going to be the type of teams you're going to face in the playoffs if you have any aspirations of getting there. You don't want to just all of a sudden line up and buy district or the second round of the playoffs and go, ooh, never expected that coming. You've seen that. You've been there. You've done that. So I think it's a great idea to take on a team like that. Yeah, I, I would tell you this. Uh, the guy that works high school football with me, Johnny Tusa, when he was the head coach of the Waco Lions, I, I asked him once, I said, what are you doing playing Longview and Lufkin and John Tyler? And uh, wh- why are you playing these people? He said, because the non-district schedule doesn't count, and I want them to expose my soul. I want to know every little thing, good and bad, about my football team so when we get to district we'll have some of those things taken care of and polished up and he said if you just play people that you can go beat you learn nothing in those four or five non-district games about your football team he's exactly right you don't you you know you get the wins and everybody feels good about your football team and then you run up against an opponent that gives you some trouble and you go "Uh uh-oh what do I do here and you don't know how those players are going to react in that situation. Right. But if you test them early, you kind of have an idea. You can lean back and go, hey, remember in game one when this happened? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not such a big deal. Here's what we're going to do. So it gives you that opportunity to kind of get the deer out of the headlight look off their face a little bit by going out and playing those top-tier teams. And, what, and the other thing you don't want to do, you don't want to have a misleading 3-0 and or 4-0 and or, you know, in some cases your non-district schedule is five football games. You know, yeah. go out there, you be 5-0 and and then go 1-4 and four in district play, and there, what happened? Well, nothing happened. We, you, you weren't very good to begin with. You just beat people that, you, that were inferior. Yeah, it was a mirage. And, you know, you, you go out there and you feel really good about yourself, and then you get into district and you go, oh, man, that's <laughs> That didn't work out so well. Yeah, and the, you know, the other thing about playing teams like this, you also want to schedule teams that are going to be the type of teams you're going to play or the type of athletes that you're going to see in your district mm-hmm. or in by district or, or otherwise so you can kind of measure yourself and see where you're at in those type of situations too. So, uh, again, I, I 
I love that you go out and you say, you know what, we're, we're going to take a big bite out of this thing to start off and see just how much we can chew up. And I'm assuming, I don't know this, but I'm assuming this is a home and home and this is the front end of the home and home, or is this the back end? I, no, this is uh, this is the first time they've played Austin Westlake in many many years. So I don't know if they did a two year deal. I'll ask Coach Stewart that tonight. I don't know if it's just a one year deal. You know, like last year Longview, uh, they put them on the schedule. Of course, they had them in the postseason the year before, but then they started the season off with Longview last year, which was another good test. You know, you, you start off at AT&T Stadium in a huge stadium and a, a really good football team in Longview. You learn a lot about your football team. And, look, Temple went out and, and played a great game and ended up coming with a W in that. And I kind of think that that set the tone for their entire season with a young football team. And, and you learned a lot about your quarterback that night too, didn't you? Absolutely. You learned a lot because that was his first start ever at the varsity level. And you know what? They're going to go through the same thing again on Friday night. They got another first-year starter lining up at quarterback. And so, you know, going against Austin Westlake is going to teach him some things, if nothing else. Absolutely. All right, uh, we'll talk more about it as we roll through. Uh, again, Ward is down at Wings, Peach, and Things. Aaron and I are up here in the uh, Allen Samuel Studios, and our 4 o'clock hour is uh, brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, where you can get a free arch support fitting at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. All right, and I got to I got to do this before we go. Uh, I want to say this is a big week in our household. Uh, Sunday was my wife's birthday, and today, Happy birthday. and today is my daughter Paige's birthday. Happy birthday! And, you know, and I was I was thinking about it earlier. Literally, Ward, I was on the air at ESPN Central Texas twenty two years ago today. When I got a phone call that said, uh, hospital now. <laughs> so I, I, literally, I literally was on the air, and I was thinking about that. Uh, the, uh, uh, our wonderful, dear, late friend, Butch Henry, and I were, we were doing, the, uh, we were doing the, uh, the original You Make the Call. And, yeah, got the, uh, got the phone call, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> Van Goodall or somebody walked upstairs and went, because we were over on Valley Mills Drive. We were at, at the Jack Stereo location of KRZI. And uh, he, he, he said, you, you got to go. And, and there you go, 22 years later. All right, uh, it is 11 minutes, and happy birthday to Paige. 11 minutes after 4. 4 11, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another warm night expected with mostly clear skies and low temperatures falling to 76 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tomorrow with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower or storm, high of 97. And the same thing on Friday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm and a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield inviting you to join Darren Burrow, Coach Johnny Tucson, and me this Friday night as the Lions open the 2021 season against the Wranglers of West Mesquite High School. Our pregame show begins at 6.30. We'll have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Bob's Bobbit Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. The best prices on new or used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. A large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canet, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions, but not rush you through the shopping experience. Ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com feel like you're missing out on the fiesta you don't have to la fiesta restaurant is open with dine-in seating drive through and delivery now you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase la fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas enchiladas and tacos order online or call ahead and get any of your la fiesta favorites at lafiesta.com la fiesta waco's original tex-mex since 1963 stop by downtown in waco at way cool tacos and union food hall way cool tacos located corner of franklin and 8th street get ready get set go run don't walk to waco's newest sidewalk obstacle courses fun for the whole family get active visiting each unique obstacle course at three local parks you can find our new community inspired sidewalk obstacle courses at the bledsoe miller dewey and south waco park right next to the playground area get outside get active and most of all have fun this message is brought to you by live well waco and the waco mclennan county public health district for more information visit us on the live well Waco Facebook page. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Chicago Bears' Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing Street take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios. Tom Barfield and Aaron Sexton back at the Allen Samuel Studios. Ward White is in Temple, Texas at Wings Pizza and Things, where coming up a little later on the Coach Stewart Show, we'll 
air over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. All right, it's uh, 15, uh, 16 after 4, 416. We're glad you're with us here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. H- here's what we want you to do on the CNC Collision Center text line. We, just let us know what high school football game you're going to go and watch this Friday night. Uh, where are you going for opening night? Uh, are you going to um, you going to go watch University High? Are you going to go watch Waco? Are you going to go watch Temple? Uh, are you going to check out the, the Midway game against Round Rock? Are you going to go see uh, the Bosqueville game this week? I mean, where are you going? You going to Rogers, Holland? Talk to us. CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. We'll do that for the next couple of days. I just want to know. Where are you going? I mean, I think it'd be cool just to pr- promote those games that uh, you know that our our listeners are going to go check out. So two five four six six two sixteen sixty is the CNC Collision Center text line. All right, Ward, let's talk a little bit about the Cowboys. Jerry Jones appeared on one hundred five point three The Fan uh, this. Uh, it was either this morning or yesterday. I can't remember. And he was talking about the uh, the Dak Prescott situation. And right now, he says that they're handling things with Dak absolutely correctly. The bottom line is he's there, and uh, uh, everything that we're doing to uh, uh, mitigate uh, any uh, uh, needless as far as uh, what it gains us, everything we can do to uh, be extra uh, careful about uh, uh, any uh, issues he has uh, are just not worth the gain out here at practice to uh, not give him the rest. And that's not uncommon. That's very common for pulls, muscle pulls, soft tissue type injuries to uh, give it some rest. All right, so he says they're doing everything correctly, and those reps in practice don't mean diddly. Ward, you buying, you selling. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they do mean something. And, look, he took reps in practice today. So, for the first time since July, I guess, it, he was actually doing team drills in practice. So, you know, that tells me that, it, you know, it probably does mean a little bit to get him in there. Uh, I I don't know that you can just go without getting team reps or 7-on-7 seven seven like we've talked about before mm-hmm. and expect him to step on the field in game number one against the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and be polished enough to win a football game. I just don't I don't think you can do that. Jones was asked later if if he was nervous about Dak potentially not playing against Tampa on that Thursday night. I wouldn't be nervous this morning. As to where he is in his recovery. He's there. Uh and uh, uh I'd like for him to have this week of practice just to uh, uh, get ready to play Tampa, but, but of course we've got uh, what two and a half weeks or two weeks. So he he's there according to Jerry Jones, and if he's there, then practice. I mean, I'm did, did he make sense? Well, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes he does, and sometimes he kind of talks in circles a little bit. But yeah, I, I think. He's he's saying he's getting things done in practice, but then he says he, well he's not worried about him not taking reps. But the bottom line is, you look back at at what he was able to do today, and there's a reason why he was doing team drills. There's a reason why he's throwing the ball uh, today and, and throwing it real, really good pop from everything that I've seen. So you know, I again, Jerry Jones is sometimes 
tries to to get to a certain point, but he takes a long way around to get there, and sometimes he just gets lost along the way. Now, a couple of other, and Aaron, you can help me because I didn't catch it. Uh, uh, Mosley had this on his program earlier. There's a couple of more Cowboys that are now yeah. in, in the COVID protocol situation, and I think they're up to five or six players that, uh, that are not available. And, and, you know, I guess that's okay this week, but certainly not next week. No, it's not. I mean, you know, it, it's starting to um, it's starting to get very concerning. I mean, Connor Williams is one that was added to uh, the list today. I think, if I'm correct, I may be wrong, but I think I heard that. Aaron, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But you know, that's a guy that they're counting on in that offensive line, and we all know that that offensive line needs as much work together as it possibly can right now after what happened last year. So, you know, things. I, I understand why they're in protocol and why they're going that direction, but, boy, you, you really want to get those guys on the practice field as much as you possibly can at this point in the juncture. Yeah, you're right. It, uh, Connor Williams was one. The other one was uh, DeMonte KZ, and uh, that's that's the secondary. And that's and he's, the st- what, a starting safety? Yeah, I think? he's the starting safety, and that's, that's probably the second most important group that the Cowboys have and, and can least afford to lose someone from. Do we have the list? of all of the Cowboys that are in the COVID situation, whether they're sick or whether it's it's protocol? Yeah, right now those two plus Malik Hooker, C.D. Lamb, and uh, Israel Mukamaku. So, I hope I said that uh, right. Close enough. Uh, C.D. Lamb. <laughs> I mean, you know, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> he, he's there. Mukamu. Yeah. So C.D. Lamb is in that is in the same situation, and 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 you, Ward, we all know what he can do, and we all know what he did in camp. But here's a guy that you don't want sitting around. I mean, you you want these guys available and ready to go. But if I have to pick, let's sit him down this week, and not next week, as they get ready for for Tampa. Yeah, this week means nothing. I you know it it does, but it doesn't. If you know what I mean. I look. Those guys that you're counting on for the season are not going to see any action in this preseason game anyway. They're just not, and probably won't even suit up, I wouldn't think. But maybe, you know, maybe they'll be in jersey on the sideline, but they won't have any pads on. And they're not going to play anyway. They do need to practice reps as much as possible. That's just, you know, that's the game of football. The more you practice, the better you're going to get. But you'd rather have it, like you said, this week rather than next week when you're trying to implement game plan and getting ready for Tampa Bay, you want all hands on deck to come out of the gate. You are two weeks and one day away from opening the season against the defending world champions. Two weeks and one day. It's not very long. So I mean, it's just not. No, I mean, and, and so I guess what I'm a long way about saying it is, yeah, you've got four, five, six guys. But how quickly can four, five, six guys turn into eight or ten guys or 12 guys or, you know, two assistant football coaches? I mean, you know what I mean, a, a guy from the training staff. It, it can get away from you in a hurry if you don't if you don't guard against it. Well, and, and hopefully that's why they have these things in place so that it doesn't happen like that, so it doesn't ramp through your locker room and just dismay the whole locker room like we've seen happen before, you know, Maybe they got these guys in um, 
in protocol early enough to where there wasn't a whole lot of contact tracing because a couple of them are contact tracing. The other ones, there's a couple that have tested positive after the contact tracing, but they're going through contact tracing. So that tells me, you know, with only having, what, five or six in, in the protocol, there wasn't a whole lot of contact tracing going on or there would be a lot more already in that protocol. I agree. So I, I think that they're going about it the right way and maybe we won't see it implode like what you're talking about. But, yeah, you, you, that's something that you've got to be aware of and you don't want to happen, you know, in, in an NFL locker room, in in a college locker room, in a, in a high school locker room right now. I, I think all coaches and all teams are really trying to be as vigilant as they possibly can not to let that happen. All right, uh, 425, Ward is again in Temple, and uh, we are uh, in the Allen Samuel Studios, and we are glad you're with us here on this uh, this uh, Wednesday afternoon as we roll along. And we're going to step aside right here. And when we come back, we're going to visit with Tim Watkins from BearsIllustrated.com. That's next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all along at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars, live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville, Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit art supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Chicago Bears' Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing Street take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox in extra innings, 8-4. Rangers travel to Cleveland to start a series with the Indians, 6-10 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. And uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, a couple of them here real quick. I uh, got Ward that uh, says, uh, one, it says, uh, going to see the Temple game on Friday nights. That's good. And then another says, headed to Milano, Texas, to watch the new high-flying attack of Bob Featherstone's Valley Mills Eagles. So there you go. And let me just go on record as saying I will guarantee – a Eagles victory in that football game. Wow. So I want, I'm going on record right now, and, and, and you can jot that down. All right, uh, let's welcome into the program from BearsIllustrated.com, Tim Watkins. Tim, good afternoon. Man, appreciate your time today. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for having me. We'll talk about some off-the-field stuff, but let's talk about on the field. Bohannon named the uh, starting quarterback. Just your overall thoughts and impressions uh, as uh, Bohannon would take the reins of this Bears football team. Yeah, it was something that, that a lot of fans saw during the spring game a couple of months ago where Bohannon emerged as, as the best on that day at least, able to move the offense both with his arms and his legs. We've seen him successfully pilot drives traditionally with his legs uh, at times during the regular season. Uh, the question is, is he going to be able to make those throws? We saw that during the spring game that he was. With Baylor really transitioning to that wide zone scheme, leveraging uh, a, a running a focused approach to the offense, utilizing a, a, a more play action bootleg type mindset, which is very different than we've seen over the last four years in a true drop back passing attack that Charlie Brewer was better fitted for. Now Bohannon's athleticism, his ability to stretch the defense with his legs 
horizontally as well as get the ball out vertically deep. That's something that I think really intrigued the Baylor staff. And, and you want to talk about off the field, being a leader, being mature, uh, being a junior. He has his degrees in the master's program now. He's ready emotionally and mentally and physically to be the guy on campus for the Bears as their starting quarterback. Tim, is there any other position now that quarterback is solidified that you may think still be up for grabs or they haven't quite decided on yet? Yeah, you know, defensively, really the only position that they're, they're having to, to replace somebody is that jack linebacker rush and linebacker spot. There's still some competition there, and I think it's, it's less a competition for who will be the starter versus what roles those players will be asked to fill. They're going to have pass rushing roles. They're going to have hybrid roles where am I asking them to drop back in coverage? Am I asking them to rush the passer or set the edge? So really understanding who's going to be the best fit to do the job at that time for that game. I think there's going to be movement in that position where you're looking at Ashton Logan, Garmin Randolph. Who's going to be the better fit for what the defense needs to do that week? Offensively, you know, uh, Tretton Ebner and Abram Smith are still battling for that starting running back position. I think Ebner's probably going to be the guy, but Abram Smith looked great in the spring game, really impressed a lot of people. Is that true one-cut north-south running back that excels uh, uh, in that wide zone scheme? He could be making a play there as well. And there's still a lot of questions along the offensive line, especially at right tackle and in the interior line where they have Grant Miller, they have John Gall, they have uh, – uh, Xavier Newman all battling for those three interior spots with Michael Mascou and some other guys as well battling for that. Khalil Keith as well is involved there. So really sources are telling me they're going to try to fit, fit the guys that are going to br- provide the best run blocking, provide that aggressive approach to really fix this run game, which was a major weakness last year. Talking with Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated. Tim, we, we talk a lot about offense. We talk a lot about defense. One, one area that can win or lose a football game for you is special teams. Is Dave Aranda comfortable with what he has right now in, in the special teams category? I, I think so, especially in the return game. You know, Matthew Pallage is, is an excellent and elite special teams coordinator, and, and the Bears are in great hands there. Uh, Treston Ebner uh, is an All-American candidate in the return game. He has the ability to take that punt or kick and return it for a touchdown every time he touches the ball. We saw that last year. Uh, so from a return game, I, I think there's a lot of confidence. Isaac Power had some up-and-down struggles last year. Um, they need a little bit more from them, especially as they will probably be more of a defensive-focused team playing that field position game. So they need a little bit more from him, but there's confidence. The, the power in the leg is there. They just need to get that more consistency from him. The kicking game? We saw it struggle in the early beginning of the year. We saw it great in 2019. A lot of those pieces are still there. You, again, just hope to have a little bit more consistency. But the pieces are there for special teams to be a very strong point for this Bears program. Tim, with this offense being the wide zone and looking different than what Bear fans have seen in the past, what can they expect? Is this going to be more up-tempo than they've seen in the past couple of years, or is this going to be a more traditional offense just with wider splits? Well, I, I do think that the ability to leverage tempo as a weapon is something that Jeff Grimes has wanted to do, and they showed that at BYU last year. And, and that's something that, that I thought, you know, over the last four years, Baylor would go up-tempo, but they only do it in two-minute warning or two-minute drives, uh, really emergency situations. And we saw in 2018 and 2019 the Bears with Charlie Brewer really excel in those up-tempo, two-minute drive, end-of-game situations. 
we didn't really see a lot of that last year and the ability to provide and use tempo as a weapon. I, I've always never been an up-tempo guy. Um, I, I, I sure as heck enjoyed it in the, a couple of years ago with our brawls doing that, but I think there's negatives to that. And that's always what Coach Rule and Coach Aranda have said. But to leverage that when appropriate, to have that in the tool bag to say when the defense is on its heels, when we get a first down, let's go again, let's go quick and make sure that we're playing to our advantage, I do think that is something the Bears are going to do more aggressively in 2021. Tim, for this for this football team to to get to a bowl game, do they need to start off 3-0? Absolutely. I think that's imperative. Uh, without that, you're looking at a, a home upset over a team that most people aren't expecting you to beat or a road win over uh, a TCU. Um, that's going to be tough this year uh, to be able to beat o Iowa State uh, early in the season, to be able to beat Oklahoma late in the season uh, and Oklahoma State. You know, there's a lot of depth in the Big 12. I think it's a deeper conference this year, and I think Oklahoma and Iowa State are better versions of what they were last year, especially with the experience they're returning at quarterback. Um, this is going to be a much better conference this year. So Baylor, even though they could be a better team, they might only be able to win one or two more games in Big 12 play. If it's only one more game, that's three wins. That means they have to make sure that they go 3-0 and in non-conference. When you look at this team and the inexperience on offense or, or just trying to get the offense to gel are they going to be leaning on the defense quite heavily the first few ball games? I think they have to. Uh, this has a de this is a defense that returns ten starters. It is a defense by a lot of metrics was a top thirty to top thirty five unit, and that was with Terrell Bernard missing most of the game. That was with a defensive line that was really battered with injuries. We didn't see Gabe Hall. We didn't see T.J. Franklin a lot. Josh Landry was in and out of the lineup. And, you know, we got, we got Puaika in there now as a true nose tackle, which is what this Dave Aranda-Ron Roberts defense really needs to drive and create that demand for a double team and really push the pocket back. So now all of a sudden you're bringing back a lot more depth along the defensive line. You're bringing in a true nose tackle. You have 10 returning starters around that. That's a lot of power on this defense and one that I think has the upside to be a, a top 10, top 15 unit in the nation. Talking with Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated. Tim, let's go off the field for, for just a minute. Uh, with the alliance that was announced by the ACC, Big Ten, and, and Pac-12, what does that mean to Baylor? What does that mean to the Big 12, if anything? Honestly, a handshake deal between a bunch of people that think they know everything probably doesn't matter much. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't give my wife a handshake deal when I asked her to marry me. Um, I don't think she would have appreciated it. And really, in, in the in the uh, the joke that I see is obviously uh, verbal commitments hold a lot of weight in college football, and that's really what this is. This is a verbal commitment between three powerful conferences that definitely will act in their best interest when push comes to shove. Uh, I think long-term, uh, once the scheduling aspect of it does come into play, if college football looks the same as it does now in 2035, uh, that could have an impact to Baylor because that is taking less inventory or less spots for a true marquee game. Um, you, you wouldn't be able to, to schedule a Duke, which, which had a, a home and away a few years ago. Oregon, which they have coming up in a couple of years, wouldn't be on the table possibly for a Baylor at that point. So I, I think long-term, that's really the only impact right now. I, I really don't see the value of it, the impact of it, positive or negative for Baylor. It's a, it's a non-binding handshake agreement between a bunch of people that will eventually act with their own self-interest and heart. 
talking with uh, Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated. And, and finally, I want to ask you uh, about what you see for for the future of this league. Is, is this a league that these eight teams are going to be unified and, and be able to stay together? That That is the question of the day. And, and right now, I, I think a couple of uh, weeks ago, whenever the news did break about Texas and Oklahoma, um, the, the smart money would have been, no, the Big 12 is dead. I, I think every month that we do have more stability, time is on the Big 12 side in terms of survival. The longer the next domino takes to fall, the more likely that, they, that the Big 12 can stand on some type of foundation. Uh, it'll be very interesting uh, in the next week or so when the Pac-12 does announce if they are going to push forward with expansion discoveries or not. If they do, that is definitely a domino would fall. All of a sudden, all the Big 12 conferences, again, those handshake agreements to act in everybody's self-interest and stay together, all of a sudden if the Pac-12 starts saying who wants in, those handshakes go behind the back, and all of a sudden the knives come out because take me, take me, take me. If the Pac-12 doesn't want to do a discovery and take a look at expansion, there's really no backfighting to, to really cause. Nothing is going to happen at that point because there is no viable landing spot that is better for any of the Big 12 schools now. The ACC is locked into a long-term uh, a, a grant of rights and long-term contract, and ESPN really doesn't want to renegotiate that, so why would they provide more money on a sweetheart deal with the ACC and let them save any of the Big 12 schools. The SEC, they took the cream of the crop from the Big 12. Is it worth it for them to take some four more schools to be able to destroy the Big 12? There's some argument to that, but I don't think it's likely. Big 10, same thing. What is the value there? So if the Pac-12 says no, I really don't see a viable landing spot for any of the eight remaining that is better than the Big 12. Reports uh, coming out that uh, former West Virginia AD, uh, Oliver Luck is going to join the the Big 12 Conference. What do you think his role will be uh, in this situation? That, that's going to be fascinating. I mean, everybody uh, was pointing out quickly that huzzah, huzzah, uh, Bowlesby is going to be fired as Oliver Luck is going to be the new athletic director, but it's it's Bowlesby bringing him in, so I don't think that's going to be the case, at least short term. However, I think it is a positive as Oliver Luck is very respected both by the Pac-12 uh, somebody that the Big 12 wants to have some type of relationship with or without the alliance standing. If they can create a relationship with the ACC, with the, with the, uh, the Pac-12, with the Big 10, to be able to provide an inventory of games from a non-conference perspective or have them acting somewhat in the Big 12's best interest, that's a positive. And Oliver Luck is very well respected, very well connected ac across the college football world. So I think his ability to get the Big 12's best interest in mind for some of the other conferences, that's that's going to be his job number one. All right, so Tim, what are you working on right now for Bears Illustrated? Yeah, looking at uh, more of the season preview stuff, we have the guys that please bear with me coming out with a second preview for the season. Um, and then I'm going to be taking a look at the run game, why that is going to be a key reason uh, for hope and a key area of improvement the Bears need to really put this offense back on the right track. All right, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at TimWatkin04 on Twitter. Uh, BearsIllustrated.com uh, is the place to be. Happy to have every member that we can get, a growing community, uh, to get you covered and, and highlighted when it comes to recruiting for football, basketball, and all the pregame, postgame stuff your heart desires. Great stuff, Tim. We appreciate your time today, buddy.
Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a good day. That is Tim Watkins with BearsIllustrated.com. He's got you covered right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to take a second, and we're going to talk about Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and they're located at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. It's one of the hottest months of the year. Of course it is. August, baby. Uh, so Alan Samuels is turning up the heat by making the hottest deals around all the new lineup of Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram vehicles. The 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition with total values of 6250 off or 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, how about this, a $2,000 bonus in cash. That's right. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. If you want to check out the Grand Cherokee Laredo, you can certainly do that. $3,500 off or 0% for 48 months. Plus, there's that $2,000 bonus cash uh, from uh, Ted Teague and the group over at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Man, they are your friend in the car business. They're going to take care of you before the sale, during the sale, and I promise you with their award-winning service department, they're going to take care of you after the sale. They're at 201 West Loop 340, or you can check them out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. The Lorena Coaches Show with Ray Biles is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, and the Lorena Athletic Association. Ray Biles is the head coach of the Lorena Leopards. Year number 30 for you here at Lorena, Coach. Uh, any coaching changes in your uh, staff this year? No, this past season, Lark, we kept all of our coaches intact, which is a good, stable thing for our program. Uh, I've got a good staff, and these guys do a great job with our kids, and uh, we were able to keep everybody here players that are coming back what kind of nucleus you got we've got a good bunch of kids coming back uh you know several positions i think we've got maybe six starters back on both sides of the ball so it gives a pretty good nucleus of what's going on we've got some good leaders uh, in our senior class so you know we're looking forward to a good season are the fans expecting to see basically the same offense the same defense as a year ago because the personnel is basically the same we're not going to change a lot. I mean, I think each year, uh, that's the, the beauty of high school football is, you know, we have a scheme that we run things out of, but then we, we tweak an awful lot depending upon, you know, if you've got a kid that can throw the ball, then you, you're going to lean one way or the other. If you've got a kid that's a runner and you're strong on the ground, then you may tweak it more that way. But as far as the base formations and things like that, you know, we'll be pretty much set with the same and, and similar in a lot of ways. Uh, offensively, uh, defensively, same thing. You know, we'll tweak a couple of things depending on our strengths. But, uh, you know, we're pretty much leverage have spots, and that's what we are. So, you know, we haven't changed an awful lot. You're going to find out very quickly how good or how bad your team might be as you got Franklin coming in here the first week. Absolutely. You know, we've got the number one team in the state in 3A, and uh, we're looking forward to that opportunity. Uh, you know, they've got a tremendous club. Coach Fannin does a great job with them, went to the state finals last year, uh, and they've got 17 starters back. So that kind of tells you what. They've got a couple of thousand-yard rushers back and uh, very effective defense. Uh, offensive line does a tremendous job, and uh, they run a slot T, wing T, and they're good at it. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. 
member FDIC. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. If you're self-employed, you have a special health insurance problem. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I'm trying to help the individual out there who makes too much to qualify for any help, any subsidy or benefits from the government towards their health insurance, but does not have the income to pay the incredibly high premiums we find if you're buying your insurance individually. You can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, let's talk a little Ranger baseball at 449. Ward, you give up on them way too soon. I mean, <laughs> it, it, they may not lose another one. Oh, here we go. <laughs> they, they may not lose another one. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe's trying to make this team. He went five for five yesterday. Five yeah. for five, including a three-run bomb in the top of the first inning. Wearing the dark navy T-shirt that extends just below the elbows. Lowe swings, and he hits one deep to right. Straight away and back, and that ball is history. A three-run Jimmy Jack for Nathaniel Lowe here in the top of the first. The Rangers grab a 3-0 lead. How about that? A 3-0 uh, home run to give the Rangers a, uh, a nice cushion. And uh, they go on and, and, and win the game on the road against the Cleveland Indians. And Ward, <laughs> here we go. The uh, Rangers once again hit with COVID-19. Catcher Jonah yeah. Heim placed on the uh, injured list because of uh, COVID-19. And uh, right-handers Dane Denning and Spencer Howard are also on the health and safety protocols. And Monday, they put Drew Anderson, Mike fulton and Brock Holt on that list, and they didn't even leave Boston. They stayed in Boston while the team went on to Cleveland. So, uh, COVID-19 hitting the Ranger ball club. Yeah, and you know, I guess this is just something that's going to keep happening. You know, we talked about it with the Cowboys a few minutes ago and uh, how, you know, every clubhouse uh, that's out there, football, basketball, baseball, everybody has dealt with this. But, you know, some teams are getting hit harder than others, and, you know, some of it is just contact tracing. Some of it is positive testing. So, you know, I, I don't know how this is going to play out, and I think that's what we just have to do is just sit here and and, and, and watch it play out before we hit the panic button, I hope. And our stat of the day from our Ranger Roundup goes to uh, Taylor Hearn. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hearn matched a career high with five innings while setting a new career best of 88 pitches. He allowed a second-inning homer to Daniel Johnson. His first home run allowed in an opposing ballpark since June 16th. So he's pitched well on the road, and he gave him five good innings yesterday and 
threw 88 pitches. So Taylor Hearn, uh, you know, trying to make an impression on the uh, Ranger front office. And that's what we're going to see. You know, you've talked about it before. This is going to be a situation where you're going to see guys get opportunities and and have a chance to show what they can do, whether it be on the road or at home. But, you know, they're going to get a little bit of a look. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, uh, you know, maybe they go to Round Rock and, and, and work on their craft and somebody else comes up and gets their shot at it, gets a few bats or a few innings pitched. So, I think it's going to be a, a rotating roster from here on out for the Texas Rangers to try to figure out, you know, what do they have? Do, do they have anything that they can use? Or more importantly, do they have anything they can trade? All right, so that is our Ranger Roundup. They're back on the road tonight. They're in Cleveland, and uh, they'll uh, take on the uh, Cleveland Club, and we'll have the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. First pitch is just after 6 o'clock. Our Ranger Roundup this afternoon and every afternoon. Brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. A uh, quick reminder that coming up tomorrow at 1130, uh, you can you can uh, check out the uh, Greater Waco Chamber of Commerce's annual kickoff luncheon. Ward, you and I are going to be there, and I am jazzed for this one. Dat Win, the former Aggie and the former Dallas Cowboy, will be there. Uh, we'll also get a preview on the uh, upcoming Baylor season from Coach Dave Aranda. And uh, Channel 10 will do a um, – a high school football preview. So that'll be coming up tomorrow uh, at the Baylor Club. And and uh, I think uh, Walk-Ons, one of our fine sponsors, is going to be there with uh, providing the meal. So, man, it should be fun. But I, I look forward to hearing what uh, the former Dallas Cowboy linebacker, Dad Wynn, has to say. Yeah, me too. I, and I've, I've seen him speak before, and he is a very good public speaker. Uh, and he'll have some entertaining stories and and have some insight for us as well. It, it, I I enjoy when you get an opportunity because you don't get them that very often to to have somebody like that that you get to you know go have lunch and listen to what they have to say and and get some insight. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. We ought to invite him back to the studio and, and see if sure. he wants to co-host with us tomorrow afternoon. All right, see if you can get that done. I, I will. Now I tell you who we will have on the program tomorrow because he's going to be yes. in town uh, to be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame on Saturday night. We're going to have former. Waco High Lion, former Texas Longhorn, and former Kansas City Chief Derek Johnson on the program tomorrow afternoon. I'm jazzed about that. Yeah, that's going to be fun to hear what he has to say. You know, look, he's a guy that that's from Waco, that that's played at every level, at a high level, and and a very, very, very good uh, football player and very, very deep roots in the city of Waco. So that's going to be fun to hear him talk. Yeah, so look forward to that tomorrow afternoon. And, and you know, I, I got to call. Derek Johnson high school football games at Waco High when uh, when uh, part of that uh, that team was talking about that on Matt Bosley's show. If you, rem- I-, I can't remember where we were. Maybe uh, Sam Houston when they played Lufkin, and that was Reggie McNeil was uh, on that team, and they ended up, I believe, beating them that year. I, I saw. It's so many been games. a long yeah. time ago, but I-, I remember the game. I just don't remember the results, but I think they won that game. There's uh, we, We've seen a lot of Waco High football over the years, and we'll see a lot more coming up beginning Friday night uh, when they take on West Mesquite. All right, that is our Ranger Roundup. It is 4.55. Our good friend Stephen Simcox is going to join us here in just a few minutes, talk some high school and college sports. Stephen with uh, Locked On Horn Frogs, the uh, podcast Locked On Horn Frogs, and we'll get to Stephen coming up in a few minutes. But right now, I want to talk about uh, the fine folks over at uh, Morrison's Gifts. Let me tell you a story, can I? I'm not even going to work off of the, off of the script here. I'm just going to tell you right now. 
So, as I mentioned, today's my daughter's birthday. Sunday was my wife's birthday. And like most, yeah, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm a procrastinator when it comes to doing certain things and, and buying gifts. I, I, I don't mind buying gifts. I just, you know. So, needless to say, it was Saturday, and I was like, okay, got to get a plan here. <laughs> the birthday's tomorrow. Went to Morrison's Gifts, walked in. She says, what are you looking for? I said, no clue. Uh, you know, and, and we, we start from there, you know, and I know, she, you know, my wife likes candles. Anyway, we, we ended up with a very beautiful gift, and I left, went and ran a couple of errands, came back, and it was beautifully wrapped and good to go. And I went, why don't I do this every single time? Because it is so simple. It, it's almost like they know exactly what she's looking for. Those ladies over there, they're just in tune with what's going on. And so, guys, I'm just telling you right now, quit beating your head against the wall. If you need to buy a gift, then go to Morrison's Gifts. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. They've been doing this since 1979. They've got it figured out. So go by there. Check them out there. You know, it's right down the the uh, the, the uh, strip center from Jason's Deli. You can't miss them. It's, it's a great opportunity. You know what? If, and if you if you just want to go buy a gift just because it's not a birthday, it's not an anniversary, it, it's, it's just because that's a tremendous place to go, and they'll help you out, and they'll, they'll, uh, they'll provide free gift wrapping as well. It's Morrison's Gifts, and, and uh, again, they're, in the, uh, they're uh, next to Jason's Deli in the uh, Brazos Square Shopping Center. Stop by and tell them that we sent you by. Recently on Game Time. We're going to welcome in to the program the head coach of the uh, Abbott Panthers, Coach Terry Crawford. A lot more onside kicks. Uh, you know, let man they're kicking it deep. We don't. We tell our kids now with the new rule: if you fair catch inside the twenty, I might run out there and tackle you myself. <laughs> <laughs> Game time, weekdays four to six on ESPN Central Texas. Last Chance Bar and Bell Meat is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bellmead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. For more information and upcoming events, log on to Last Chance Bar. RTX.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you at Slovacek You'll love our sausage. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford Apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. 
The Real Texas Gun Show is back at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas, Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a gun show where small mom-and-pop vendors can share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. The Real Texas Gun Show at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 5 o'clock hour brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. If you missed a segment of the program, uh, you can certainly catch that segment on uh, SyntechSportsFan.com or any of our social media sites, so check it out. All right, uh, we welcome into the program our good friend from uh, Locked on Horn Frogs podcast. Say hello to Stephen Simcox. Stephen, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Tom, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Uh, we are here in the Allen Samuel Studios. Ward is on the road with our first high school football coaches show, Coach Stewart's show, coming up tonight at 6 o'clock over on uh, – Fox Sports Central Texas, and and Stephen, you've you've done one or three of those. Uh, do, are you jazzed up about high school football? I am. I'm not quite as jazzed as Ward is. I'm sure this is his thing, and I'm excited to be getting to do this with Coach Stewart again. It's always a fun show. Uh, but yeah, great test for Temple. Obviously, Westlake is an incredible program. Should be a fun matchup. But high school football is great, especially in this area. Um, there's some great matchups this week. You know, Lorena and Franklin's one keeping an eye on. But there's a lot from the 6A level even down to the 2A and 1A ranks. And this is what, uh, as you know, Tom, these coaches and these young men work for all summer long, all camp long, and then you get under the lights on Friday, and it's hard to predict what's going to happen. But it's going to be a fun uh, 10 to hopefully, you know, 15, 16 weeks for some of the schools in our area coming up starting on Friday. Steven, is there anything like the first week of high school football? No, I don't think there is. I mean, the pageantry is always great. Um, I'm, I'm sure people are excited to see full stadiums again and full capacity. And as I said, it's just completely unpredictable. I mean, you have rosters that are changing over. 
you know, guys that are in increased roles, might be playing varsity football for the first time. Um, and even better than that, it's just getting football season back. It's kind of the kickoff before, you know, college takes its stage and the NFL gets going a couple weeks later. Um, there's really nothing better than sitting in, you know, even though it's 90 degrees outside at 7 o'clock in August, you get to see some, some guys strap up the pads and go at it. Talking with Stephen Simcox here this afternoon from my Locked on Horn Frogs podcast. Stephen, we're going to switch gears and talk a little Ranger baseball. And, and Ward doesn't believe me that the Rangers may not lose another one. <laughs> <laughs> with that said, you know, Nathaniel Lowell yesterday, five for five, a three-run homer. And, and one of your favorites is is Taylor Hearn. He, he had a tremendous outing. He gave him five good innings, 88 pitches, and, and really threw the ball well. Yeah, that's really the whole reason I brought this up. I was just I wanted to brag about Taylor Hearn. You know, towards the end of our run together, Tom, I was saying they need to get this guy on the mound. I think he's got good stuff. He has some flexibility. He can go in long relief. And he was terrible in the few starts that he got. But his last two outings have been a lot better. As you said, he had five strong innings last night against, uh, against Cleveland. This is a fun team right now. I know Ward's shaking his head back at Wings Pizza and saying he probably should be. But I enjoy watching – you know, Taylor Hearn or Spencer Howard, um, D.J. Peters has been a sort of a bright spot since he got called up. He is hitting the home runs, has a pretty good arm there in center field. It, it's just nice. I, I know we didn't expect them to win before, but I think even more so now since they really waved the white flag and, uh, you know, dealt Joey Gallo and a couple others as well, Kyle Gibson. Adolis Garcia was a great story the first half of the season. He's cooled off a little bit, but there are some young players that it's, it's nice to see them in game situations when you're just like, I know they're probably not going to win. You know, that Red Sox game, I, I think it was a day game. I know you guys are probably on the air uh, following that. But when they lost an extra inning, it was an unfortunate loss. They shouldn't have lost that game. But it was also, you know, fun to see some of those guys step up in big situations. Um, so I've been enjoying the last couple weeks, months of Rangers baseball even though I know we're, we're getting close to football season now. Steven, isn't it, though, kind of fun to watch these young guys? And, and I've said before that, you know, I think there's going to be a, a shuttle bus between Round Rock and Frisco and the ballpark in Arlington just bringing guys up and giving them an opportunity to, to be under the big lights and, and see what they can do for the rest of this season. Isn't it more fun to kind of watch that than, than roll out the same roster week in and week out and know that that roster is just never going to get where you want to get? Absolutely. And, I mean, Texas has been putting this off for the last few years. They sort of went with this style of we're going to have some young guys and we're mainly going to try to uh, sign veterans to short-term deals and stay competitive. And it didn't really work. You could tell that there wasn't much of a plan. It wasn't going anywhere. And I don't know. I mean, D.J. Peters might just be a guy that plays well for three weeks and we don't hear from him again. But it's good to at least see some young players that if they make some things happen, you're like, oh, wow, that could be a future. You know, this guy could be somebody in the rotation or in the lineup for the next few years if they can keep making most of their opportunities. Um, As you said, you're you're not really banking on winning. You're out of contention by by a long way. It's just time to evaluate. Uh, it's also, I think, good experience for Chris Woodward. We don't really, I, I, he's been there for a couple of years now. I still feel like we don't really know a lot about him. Um, so can he develop players? I mean, is this a staff that can get guys up and then find ways to keep them on the big league roster? That's a huge part of uh, his job or whoever ends up taking it if they you know, decide to part ways later on, which I don't think he's on the hot seat. 
But bottom line is you're in rebuild mode. You need a manager. You need a coaching staff that find ways to get the best out of these young guys and uh, can keep them in the show because that's that's the priority moving forward. Were, were you surprised then when Jeff Wilson had an article last week, late last week, that said the, the Rangers are going to be buyers and, and confirmed by by John Daniels that they're going to be buyers in the offseason and they're going to look – to uh, they're going to look to the free agent market and, and, and they're going to go spend some money to put with these young guys. And, and I, I didn't think that initially that was the plan, but apparently the plan has changed a little bit. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm a little on the fence about the accelerated timeline, but I will say, I mean, Tom, you've been to the park. It's great. I've been there once. It's a nice facility. And part of it is, as we talked about earlier, high school football is coming out. Football season's here. I know that game against the Mariners, though. I think it was the middle of the week. They had like 13,000 people there. Um, there's probably some pressure on ownership to get this thing moving. I mean, you have to have someone on that team that can get people in the seats. And, um, well, I enjoy watching this group right now. I also understand that nobody is really moving the needle and drawing folks there. I think that's probably part of it. Also, it's been a while. I mean, the last time the team was in the playoffs was year ago, years ago. They didn't last too long. They were swept by the Blue Jays. Um, I, I'm not sure. It's, it's that weird balance of we want to be patient, we want to build, but we also need to have an attraction to fill up this new stadium. And I think they're trying to walk that line. We'll see what aggressive means, though, right? I mean, does aggressive mean you're going to go break the bank and actually spend big money on name brand free agents? Or is that just adding some talent to the roster. I, I feel like those are two big distinctions, and they're not going to tell us that, but we'll see what happens when they actually start trying to find that. Steve, the Big 12 comes out and says Oliver Luck will serve as a consultant to the Big 12. What does that look like, and why now? I don't know, Ward. It seems like a fake job that rich people get. I mean, honestly, like <laughs> Oliver Luck, he, he knows football. I know that he did the XFL thing. And he's been in college sports before. But what is he going to tell Bob Bolsey or the Big 12 people? He might have some fresh new ideas. Um, I think the Big 12 is in a tough situation. I, I mean, I know that this alliance is formed between the other three big conferences. The Big 12 is trying to stay afloat. I think this is just a PR move. They're showing that they're doing something. Uh, if Oliver Luck has some grand idea to save the conference, then fantastic. But in my mind, this is just a guy getting a paycheck. And, hey, I don't blame him. I mean, I understand. If you can get it, get it. But I don't I don't really know what he's going to do to change the mind of people in the SEC or the Pac-12. Um, I, I just think this is, hey, we, we, we're doing something, right? We're bringing somebody in who has some experience, who might help us a little bit. Uh, I can't really see this changing the dynamic of college sports right now. All right, Stephen. Hey, what what are you uh, what do you uh, got coming up on your uh, on the podcast? So uh, obviously, still talking a lot of realignment. Football's coming up. Uh, big game against the Duquesne Dukes in a couple weeks. So we're previewing that. And then uh, TCU basketball. One thing we talked about on the show a while back, Tom, was they really turned over their whole roster. So uh, we we break that down a little bit. Um, that's coming up too. But obviously, football's the main attraction and. Yeah, Locked on Horn Frogs, you can get anywhere you find podcasts. Stephen, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. See you later. Stephen Simcox from Locked on Horn Frogs podcast. And uh, good, good, good stuff there. All right. It's uh, 11 minutes after 5. It's 5-11. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We mentioned at the top of the show 
Ward that uh, Texas Tech has named their quarterback. The Aggies have named their quarterback. We're going to talk to uh, Brandon Salise from Red Raiders Sports, and we'll do that coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes. But right now, I want to talk a little bit about good feet. You know, if you have nagging back aches, maybe your hip and legs are sore at the end of the day, visit, uh, visit our friends at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. You see, all three categories of the Good Feet art supports are engineered for pain relief. They uh, personally fit to your, your feet with precision right there in the store and in their design to help improve the uh, the uh, the uh, your 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 the soreness it's just and it's a you you're going to be surprised i promise the first time you go in there and and they you go through the consultation and the fitting and by the way the consultation is absolutely free and when they put one of these uh one of these uh, art support systems in your shoes for you to check out, and and, and I probably going to put the strengthener in there. You, you're going to you're going to immediately see and feel a a total total difference when it comes to how you feel and how you and and, and really how you walk. It, it's uh it's it's an interesting. It's an interesting way of doing things. It's a total body wellness program, premier pain relief products, and structural supports. They have a strengthener. They have a, a, uh, a maintainer, and they have a relaxer. So check them out today. It's good feed in the Central Texas Marketplace. And, again, as we mentioned, the, uh, the consultation and the fitting and, and really the education process is absolutely free. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Friday from uh, 10 until 6, and Sundays from noon until 5. All right, time now for our Cowboy Update this afternoon. If you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. That's 469-562-4188. And our friends, Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro, bring you today's Cowboy Update. Hi everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The leader of the defense looks beyond the preseason finale and ahead to Tampa Bay. You'll hear from Demarcus Lawrence after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. More. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com slash United. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. This final week of Cowboys training camp serves a dual purpose as young guys on the roster bubble scrap for snaps and veterans look ahead to the regular season opener, including defensive end Demarcus Lawrence, who's now practicing after missing most of camp following off-season surgery on his back. 
Is D-Law at the point of his career where he doesn't need to play in preseason? I'm at the point in my career where I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. They told me to be ready by week one and I'll be ready. So being able to just get back out here, uh, run through my fundamentals, uh, my keys and stuff, I feel like I'll be in a good spot. The defense is low on safeties with Malik Hooker and Israel Mukwamu in COVID protocols and DeMonte KZ missing practice yesterday while he awaited COVID test results. Donovan Wilson left practice with a groin injury. From Cowboys Camp at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another warm night expected with mostly clear skies and low temperatures falling to 76 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tomorrow with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower or storm, a high of 97. And the same thing on Friday, partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm and a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The Baylor Coaches Show. Your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around campus. I think anytime sports do well, all of us do well. When everybody has success, everybody has it. It really helps every program. And that's the key to the league's success. Why we've gotten so many teams in the NCAA tournament and why RPI-wise we've been continuing number one ranked conference. It's one through ten. Listen all year long on your home for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers and service area. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Chicago Bears Matt Nagy reaffirmed to the team's decision to open the regular season with Andy Dalton at quarterback when the team announced that Dalton will not play in the regular season finale against Tennessee because the veteran will be the team's week one starter. LSU will require anyone attending Tiger Stadium this year that is 12 years age or older to provide proof of vaccination or negative PCR test taken within 72 hours. LSU became the first team from the SEC to outline such a policy. Astros on a two-game losing streak take on the Royals tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers get slammed by the Red Sox. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios.
19. Drive safely as you make your way home. Tom and Ward and Aaron, and we're glad you're with us. It is game week. We get ready for high school football coming up uh, this weekend. Ward is down at uh, Wings, Pizza, and Things in Temple. We're up in the Allen Samuels studios here in Waco as we welcome to the program from RedRaiderSports.com, Brandon Salise. Brandon, good afternoon. How are you? Doing good. It's a hot one here in Lubbock, but we uh, made it through the day. <laughs> 72 in, 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 in overcast skies here. Uh, no, I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm making that up. <laughs> it's hot here, too. Brandon, the uh, Red Raiders have got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. And uh, it comes to no surprise, you know, a big-time transfer from Oregon, Tyler Shuck, is how you pronounce that name, by the way, the S-H-U-C-K pronunciation there. Uh, but uh He's a, he's a star. You know, he was the Pac-12 cha- uh, championship game. He split some reps there in Oregon, I believe, and uh, has a tremendous story, which uh, one I'm typing up right now, hopefully have that for the weekend. Uh, he's a guy, once you sit down and talk to him, get to know him, uh, you kind of just see where he's uh, where he gets the motivation, where how he's kind of driven to be the best that he can be. And we've seen that, uh, those flashes through the open practice sessions that we've been able to attend. And he kind of just, you know, stands out more than the others. And then uh, especially like a guy like Henry Columbia, who was a Utah State transfer uh, two years ago when Matt Wells and them came and uh, just a familiar face to them. He seems to have a – he had a really good camp. Uh, Tyler Shuck just kind of brings the, the uncoachables, really. He, he kind of brings everything to the table uh, for the starting quarterback that the Red Raiders really want uh, under Sonny Cumbie. Brandon, when you – Talk about Tyler Suck and the intangibles that he has. One of those is being able to run the football. And with Sonny Cumbie mm-hmm. coming back to Lubbock, that's something that he did at TCU. He liked to use the quarterback in the running game. I know Tech fans are big air raid fans, and they've come accustomed to seeing that. But are we going to see more of the run-pass option and the quarterback using his legs in Lubbock than we ever have before? I know he will have the green light to go. Um, obviously, we saw what happened with Alan Bowman a couple years back in a row, uh, kind of you know taking the taking the ball and just getting injured there. Tyler Shuck is kind of the kind of the same way, but without the injury, injuries, he has that mode. Uh, he has that one mode that he kind of just uh, runs a straight line. He can beat you with his legs, though. I'm interested to see if Donovan Smith, the backup quarterback who was listed third on the depth chart so far, um, he's the coach's son, the running back coach's son. There, he played at Friendship High School out here after transferring. Uh, from Las Vegas, uh, it's a huge arm, and he's just a big Cam Newton, Ben Roethlisberger-type body that can beat you with his legs. I want to see if Cumbie uses him in the run game, kind of mixing it up, especially there in the red zone. But Tyler Shuck can, can definitely tuck it and run for sure. Brandon, with, with all of the uncertainty in the league, has that affected recruiting at all when it comes to, to football? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, some of our recruiting guys on the website probably know a little bit more about that, but I have seen – I don't know if it's just because of what's going on, but I've seen some targets announce some, you know, top eight list, top ten, top five, whatever it may be nowadays. Uh, it just, uh, they don't include, you know, Texas Tech after, you know, we were hearing that they were pushing hard for, you know, such and such, and then such and such comes out with a list and you're not on there, uh, but you see a bunch of SEC teams or you see, uh, you know, a Texas on there. Is that by coincidence? Who knows? Is it just, uh, you know, they recruited them a little harder? I couldn't tell you, but – uh, I do, I do kind of see it maybe playing a real effect in the future, if, if anything. What is this defense going to look like? We saw it take a little bit of a step forward last year, but then it kind of got stagnant toward the end of the year. Is this defense starting to figure it out, and are they going to be able to be the type of defense that can at least hold its water? Yeah, I think it's going to be a defense that can hold its water here uh, early on. We're going to see how that goes, the uh, openings of conference up against Texas in Austin. 
I think that's going to be a good uh, gauge to kind of see where we're at early on, especially after you play, you know, your two non-conference games and then you got your Houston game to open the season. Uh, I think Houston could give them a little bit of, of fits, but I think we'll truly see how they really will be playing this year once we hit that conference in, in Austin. But uh, I've seen in practice those flashes. The linebackers are still tremendous. Um, it's kind of become like a linebacker university type deal here. The defensive backs, I know they're hungry, and you know I've seen improvements, you know, just from the eye in practice. Does that translate onto the field? Obviously, that's the question for you know basically everybody in the country. But right now, it's looking like it's a veteran group. Uh, they do have some struggles, and one of those is the defensive line. It's, can those guys step up and actually get some pressure on the quarterback, especially in this league? Even though we've known that you know that it's kind of taken a step back with the passing game slightly, it's still a pass-heavy conference, but. Can they get to the quarterback? Can they, you know, disrupt all these guys that, uh, you know, the Spencer Rattlers of the world, which you got to be able to contain, and hopefully they can kind of get that uh, going this year. But uh, if they can get that defensive line play up a little bit, I think they definitely take a step forward. Brandon, you mentioned the the Houston game to, to start the season on Saturday, September the fourth, in the uh, in, in the Texas kickoff. What what would fans in the Lubbock area say? Okay. This was a successful season. Do they need to win six, seven, eight? I mean, where do they, where do the fans feel like they need to be? And I know the fans don't make the decision, but you know, mm-hmm. what, what would, what would, what would constitute a, 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 a good turn in a successful season? Well, I'll tell you. I think for Coach Wells, Matt Wells in particular, I think he definitely needs to get that six-win bowl game mark. I think if you get the seven, that's even better. I think people will be very satisfied to see this turned around from the back-to-back four-win seasons, including last year. You know, you still got to include it, even though it was the COVID season. You had a couple cancellations, but still a four-win season nonetheless. Back-to-back years, if you can kind of turn that around, get to a bowl game and even win that bowl game, that'll be even better for the, for Matt Wells and company and for Red Raider fans especially. But I think what this team, what fans are kind of looking at is here, if you open up 3-0, and you're halfway to that six-win mark. You've got to win three conference games, which obviously it's way easier said than done. And we've seen that, uh, you know, here in, in Lubbock the past few years. But you got to go in three, and I think people just kind of bring that up, saying you beat Houston, SFA, and uh, you know FIU. Then you got to go out and you got to beat, you know, the Kansases or something, you know, the world. See if you can actually get to that six. Once you reach that six win, I think a uh, little bit of weight's lifted off the shoulders of this coaching staff for the for the fans at least to, you know, fully get that support that they really really want. And with this coaching staff, how hot is that seat still? I mean, I, you can say what you want about the COVID year and everything else, but he had to make a change offensive coordinator. And, look, we thought that that was going to be a bigger announcement than changing offensive coordinators when that came down last year. So is he in dire straits of having to put up or shut up and maybe be on his way out? Yeah, I would say the seat is pretty pretty warm. I, I would say it's probably the warmest in the Big 12, honestly. Um kind of looking at the record and do you keep him for six years like you kept uh, Cliff Kingsbury around you know you you didn't have the success that you wanted but Cliff you know every now and again would make you go to a bowl game but then you kind of look at it and he also had Pat Mahomes and you know he really couldn't do much with that but um and you look at Matt Wells like do you give him that same uh you know stretch of leash that you're going to give him are you going to give him that much room to kind of get this thing going or you kind of just want to like cut it off and get things moving forward again especially with all this realignment talk who knows if you want to make a coaching change now but uh, I know definitely coach Wells does feel a little bit of pressure and he knows he has pieces and so does the athletic department to make this thing kind of work at least on paper as long as you translate that onto the field you know you got tons of power five transfers you got Tyler Shuck is one of those guys who uh, 
you know, just going to sling it around. You have Eric Izukama, who you did recruit, Sir Roger Thompson. So you have you have a lot of pieces on this offense and defense, this team all around that could get you to that level. It's just, and they know that. So it's just up to the coaches that to do that. And if he can't do that, I just don't. I don't know if I would see him here next year or if they would give him just another year. You know, who just knows with all this realignment, COVID stuff. So. Hey, Brandon, man, we uh, we appreciate your time today. What are you working on for uh, for RedRaidersSports.com? Uh, we're going to have a lot of our pre, uh, preseason little, you know, we only have a week till the season kicks off, so we're going to be releasing our predictions, our depth charts, uh, you know, player of the year, stuff like that. I have a couple of, uh, cool stories personally coming out of one over Tyler Shuck and then Reggie Pearson, the safety uh, from Wisconsin. They have tremendous stories, so I'll be having those up uh, here within probably, you know, just starting tomorrow. So we're going to be grinding out some – late preseason stuff, and then we'll get, we'll get going with uh, the in-season thing. Hey, Brandon, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great day. No problem. Yeah. Brandon Salise with the, with the uh, with RedRaiderSports.com. And, and, and Ward, I was just looking at the, the schedule for the Red Raiders. The final game of the season comes on Saturday, November the 27th in Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. Could be an important football game. Uh, for both clubs, quite frankly. For, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that one could come down for both teams as being a very, very important football game, you know, depending what both of them do in, in the non-conference schedule. And then, you know, if they can pick off a win through conference here and there, you know, it, it could mean the chance to go to a bowl game or stay home. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, and as Brandon pointed out, for, for Coach Wells, they're all big. I mean, I mean, they, every oh, swing yeah. in one of them right now are big. Well, yeah, yeah, and he got it right. He, he, that's the hottest seat in the Big 12 is under Matt Wells. And, you know, I mentioned that when that announcement came that they were going to fire the offensive coordinator, that was not the announcement that everybody was expecting when the press conference was called uh, by Kirby Hoka that we thought, or most people thought, uh-oh, here goes Matt Wells. He He's going to bite the dust here. And then they turn and say, well, we're going to make a – a last-ditch effort, give him one more chance to, you know, find an offensive coordinator and do this again. I, I was surprised by that. But, again, you have to take in consideration what all happened last year and everything else, and it just never did come to fruition what they were trying to do, bring back Sonny Cumbie, get the fans kind of excited because he's a former quarterback there. But it has to work. I mean, you know, it, there, there's no room for error now. All right, uh, it is uh, 529, and uh, we are going to step aside, and when we come back, we'll get to our grab bag. We'll do that for you in just a couple of minutes. Ward White's down in uh, Temple at uh, Wings, Pizza, and Things, where he will uh, entertain Coach Stewart, and uh, that'll be at 6 o'clock over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. We'll do that around 6 for you over on Fox Sports Central Texas. And coming up here on ESPN Central Texas, it'll be the Rangers and the Cleveland Indians as Texas looks to uh, continue their one-game winning streak. <laughs> Stop. Hey, you take it where you can get it with these Rangers. <laughs> with the with the Rangers, it, one is a streak. Uh, it's, uh, it's 5.30. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and if you missed – Anything on the program today, you can certainly check it out at SyntexSportsFan.com. we got all the podcasts up, and uh, you can uh, you can check out any of the interviews or the entire shows. Uh, you can do that at SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. Again, on our CNC Collision Center text line, we're just kind of tossing around what high school football game are you going to attend this Friday night? What high school football game are you going to check out? Our uh, 
CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. We've got uh, Temple. We've got uh, Milano and Valley Mills. Did you did you catch my my uh, my note there when 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 I read that originally the uh, the CNC Collision Center text line headed to Milano to watch the uh, Valley Mills Eagles in the Milano. Yeah, yeah, the Eagles were going to win. You're yeah, guaranteeing it. I guarantee. Yeah. You know why I'm guaranteeing it? Because that's both their mascots. Milano is the Eagles as well. Absolutely. All right, uh, it is a fight, and I, I'm I'm rooting for those Valley Mills Eagles. Rooting for them. Uh, and, and again, Ward Whites will have the Temple Austin Westlake broadcast Friday night on our sister station Fox Sports Central Texas over on Star 104.9. It is A&M Consolidated and the University Trojans, and right here. On ESPN Central Texas, it'll be the Waco Lions and the West Mesquite Wranglers. We'll have that one for you beginning with the pregame at 6.30. We'll kick it at 7. And immediately after our broadcast, uh, Lark, Smith, and Aaron will have our Friday night high school football scoreboard show. So uh, all that stuff coming up right here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Got another one says, hey, McGregor Hillsboro. And you know what? That'll be fun. First of all, those two staffs know each other. Uh, and know each other well. So uh, th- that will be a fun one, the McGregor Bulldogs and the Hillsboro Eagles. So there you go. Right now we got uh, we got a lot of Eagles games <laughs> on the list. So, uh, again, the CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. Our grab bag is coming up next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Soccer with their home opener tomorrow night at Betty Lou Mays Field with the Big 12 Goalkeeper of the Week. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-size hail and baseball-size hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Keep up with Baylor soccer all season on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor Football. Welcome to Toyota's national sales event. Thanks, Jen. You know, I've been waiting to get a great deal on a new Toyota all year. Great deals are kind of our thing. Right now, we've got exciting offers on our lineup of 2021s, like Camry, Corolla, RAV4, Tacoma. Oh, wait, look at that Highlander. Jen, do you mind watching Chance? Oh, um, okay. Thanks, Jen. You're the best. Listen, Chance, I run a tight ship around here, so I don't want any funny business. Aw, who's a good boy? Toyota's national sales event is on, but these offers won't last long. Visit your participating Toyota dealer today. No, Chance, that's a display. It's not real grass. Right now, qualified lessees can lease a new 2021 Tundra Special Edition for only $4.19 a month for 24 months with $29.99 due at signing. Toyota, let's go places. Visit toyota.com for details. Offers available in select states and N9721. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, congratulations to Baylor's fifth-year senior goalkeeper, Jen Want, named yesterday the Big 12 Goalkeeper of the Week. Want led the Bears to a 1-1 one one record last weekend in their season-opening matches on the road, a 1-0 loss in Minnesota, then a 4-0 victory on the road at North Dakota State. The Brookfield, Wisconsin native picked up career shutout number 33 on Sunday. That's the most in Baylor school history, and she really appreciates the community of the Baylor soccer team. Yeah, we learned that we really just value our family time with our family being our team because we really missed that last year. So just getting to hang out with our teammates every single day has helped us with chemistry on the field. So we just are growing that. And with everyone coming back, especially like we didn't feel like we lost anything. We're just gaining everything. So it's really exciting to get everyone back and to just get to be able to hang out with people and build relationships. Was that a pretty easy call for you? I mean, to come back and be a part of this? Oh, yeah, it was it was a no brainer. As soon as we heard that we were going to get an extra year, I kind of just gave Paul a look and I was like, can I? And he was like, of course. So um, it was a it was an easy decision on my end. So I'm just really appreciate um, Baylor having all of us back as well. So really blessed to be at this university who lets us come back. That's Baylor senior Jen Want, the Big 12 goalkeeper of the week. Baylor soccer with their home opener tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Betty Lou Mays Field, hosting Nebraska. They'll then host SMU Sunday at 7. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Whitney Coaches Show with Mark Bird is brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. Coach, all the practice, all the preparation, it's finally time to get the season kicked off this Friday night and you open up against Quinlan Ford. First of all, Coach, talk a little bit about your team going into this game and uh, returning starters, how the team looks overall. You know, right now we're healthy. Uh, offensive line's been playing really well the last two scrimmages, and, uh, you know, three of those guys are back with John Dublin, Darren Van Zant, and Kenyon Matthews, Dale. And now they've really we, – we've kept it pretty simple for them to, to take on. And then uh, as far as the skill-wise, all of our guys are back from State 7-on-7. Seven seven. So Cole Burt, uh, Oren Green, Garrett Peacock is our quarterback, Kyler Krenz, and Jackson Montgomery. You know, we've got four guys that can stretch the field, and a lot of them are just possession receivers. Defensively, Jordan Newton's back. He's been a four-year starter at linebacker. Uh, Oren Green is our corner. He's back after he's a three-year starter. And Garrett Peacock is one of our safeties. He's a two-year starter at safety, and then Colt Bird is a two-year starter at safety as well. So we got a couple of guys back that they got some experience bringing some guys along. But, you know, I'm happy with where we're at right now. Uh, we've had two good scrimmages versus Hillsborough and Clifton, uh, put some points on the board, and, and faced two quality programs. Opening up the season this week against Quinlan Ford out of East Texas. Talk a little bit about them and what they, uh, what they bring offensively and defensively. You know, we, we didn't really know much about them last year. Uh, got them on the schedule, and, and they're they're a good good ball club. Uh, they went to the playoffs last year. Uh, really run a, a good wing offense. Uh, they run the flying wing, which is a little bit different, but a lot of misdirection. Big kids up front. Uh, really good tailback, and uh, they can put a lot of points on the board. I mean, it it was a shootout last year, fifty two to forty. Was it fifty two to forty two? And uh, got in a barn burner away with a loss but you know I think this year we, we've got a better scheme versus them uh, we've had a good offseason program this summer so 
you know, I think we might can match up a little bit better. Uh, but it's going to be a, a long night, no doubt. But we've got some explosive kids, so hopefully that can keep us points on the boards. What about defensively for them? You know, defensively they bring back four starters, uh, two linebackers and uh, two secondary kids. So they're having to break a couple of kids in as well. But they're big in the trenches. Uh, we don't really match up really well in the middle, but in the tackle position we do. So, you know, we've got to run some misdirection ourselves and, and take some good angles and really block down and kick out. You know, at the, at the end of the night, whoever controls the ball the longest is going to have a shot to win this game. ESPN Central Texas. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Get ready, get set, go. Run, don't walk to Waco's newest sidewalk obstacle courses. Fun for the whole family. Get active visiting each unique obstacle course at three local parks. You can find our new community-inspired sidewalk obstacle courses at the Bledsoe Miller, Dewey, and South Waco Park, right next to the playground area. Get outside, get active, and most of all, have fun. This message is brought to you by Live Well Waco and the Waco-McLennan County Public Health District. For more information, visit us on the Live Well Waco Facebook page. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, here we go. Grab bag time on ESPN Central Texas. As we uh, just mentioned and talked to Brandon Salise about, uh, uh, Tyler Shuck has been named the starting quarterback for the Texas Tech Red Raiders, the former Oregon QB. The transfer has uh, won the job, according to Matt Wells. Aggies announced today that it will be Haynes King taking the snaps for the uh, for the uh, Texas Aggies, he'll be QB1 for Jimbo Fisher's team as Haynes King will take over for Kellen Mond, who is now a Minnesota Viking. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, one other quarterback note we mentioned, and I know you're excited about this one, Aaron. Uh, the Broncos are going to have Teddy Bridgewater as their starting <laughs> quarterback. He's going to be QB1 for the Broncos. They're going to they're going to they are going to regret not drafting Justin Fields. Uh, Patrick Sertan may be a great end up being a great cornerback, but they had a chance to get a franchise quarterback, and they passed on it to have Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, and I think they're going to regret that. All right, Major League Baseball has announced postseason play, and, uh, man, it, it will be a wild card. The uh, wild card games will, will commence on October the 5th. Kind of late, isn't it? Uh, with the, uh, the AL Divisional Series beginning October the 7th, and uh, – the uh, World Series, by the way, will uh, begin on October the 26th. If there is a Game 7, 
in the Fall Classic. It will come on November the 3rd. November. <laughs> no, that's it, it's that would make it the Winter Classic in well, my they, mind. They, 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 didn't they used to call Reggie Jackson Mr. November? Yeah. Mr. Oh, no, November. maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> I mean, the latest That of, is that is the the latest a World Series game has ever been played is November the 4th in 2001 and again in 2009. The series has not gone past October since 2017 when the Astros uh, won Game Seven at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. So there you go. But November the third would be Game Seven in the uh, World Series if there is a Game Seven this season. So there you go. I'm predicting there won't be. Not with the Dodgers pitching staff. Pac-12 will hold a conference baseball tournament. I've often wondered why that league did not have a postseason tournament because uh, it could certainly benefit. Uh, teams trying to, uh, well, trying to uh, win their way into the NCAA tournament. I mean, you know, if, if it's about finishing strong and things like that, uh, you know, everybody does it. The, but the Pac-12, for whatever reason, did not have one. And now I think it's going to be – and it will be a fun event, too. Uh, the uh, conference tournament will take place May 25th through the 29th at Scottsdale Stadium in Arizona. So you know the weather's going to be terrific, and it should just be a, a fun time and, and, a, and a chance for the Pac-12 to do what everybody else in college baseball does, and that showcase your, your conference at the end of the year. Yeah, I'd, I'd – that makes so little sense that I didn't realize that they didn't have a conference tournament. Nope, never did. They always they would be playing that their final conference weekend series the weekend that we would be uh, hosting the Big Twelve tournament or, or or at the Big Twelve tournament rather, or the SEC was doing their deal. And I mean, so uh, it's like they were playing, but the, you know it was a series. Uh, rather than the uh, postseason tournament. So, uh, there you go. All right, uh, it is uh, 545. A couple of quick notes here uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line from the uh, 512, says South Lake Carroll uh, versus Highland Park on Thursday night or Allen versus Plano East on Friday night or maybe even the Temple Westlake game on Friday night. So, 512's got some nice games. That's three big games. <laughs> Absolutely. So, there you go. All right. It is a 545. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Axel Coaches Show with Rusty Reynolds is brought to you by Triple S Sports. And we're going to talk some Axel Longhorn football with Rusty Reynolds, their head football coach. And uh, Rusty, how has uh, the season gone for you with two days going on right now and the preparation for game one? Uh, we've had a really good start. Um, uh, our numbers are up. Uh, kids have a great attitude, working hard. Uh, we've had great practices, uh, you know, and, and we've, we've really been blessed with the weather this year as far as the heat goes, and even though this week's been a little hot, but we haven't had any letdowns, so... Uh, uh, we're looking forward to Friday night. Uh, tell us about your football team. Um, who are you going to re- be? Who are you going to be relying on this year, offensively and defensively? Well, uh, you know, as I've mentioned earlier, in, in several uh, different um, media venues, the uh, our offensive line is uh, has some experience because uh, a lot of them had to play uh, when they were freshmen and some sophomores early. Uh, due to our uh, depth issues, and and we just uh, had some smaller enrollment classes come through, so are predominantly juniors. There are two good, two or three seniors on that line also. So, 
they have experience, so we're relying on them and their size um, to uh, get it done for us. And then our, our uh, starting running back, Jamie Woolley, uh, had a great year last year. He was our leading rusher and also leading our defense. Uh, so he, he's back, and he's a senior, so uh, we're really relying on him to get a lot of yards on offense. Well, you're hard work right now getting ready for the season opener, and you're going to get a, a test, the first rattle out of the box with Granger. Uh, yes, sir. And they have uh, they've been playoff team uh, the last for sure, and and have gone in uh, you know several games in. Um, so they they have that experience behind them. Uh, you know, it's one of those things uh, you start making the playoffs like that, and and it just uh, you have that attitude that that's the kind of team you are. So we're, we're playing someone that has that confidence and and uh, going in and. Uh, we have not had that the last couple of years, so it, it is going to be a good challenge for us. But, uh, you know, I believe we're prepared. Good luck to you, Coach. And uh, that is Rusty Reynolds, the head football coach of the Axel Longhorns, playing Granger on Friday night. And we'll be back with him next week here on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. You're out! When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Five fifty. It is uh, ten away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us. Okay, we 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 mentioned earlier that this is quarterback announcement day officially. I guess it's announcements are coming left and right. We we talked about it all day long, and here's another one. Uh, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars have announced that their uh, quarterback competition is concluded, and. Uh, Garner Minshew stepped to the side 
as Trevor Lawrence will get the start on uh, opening day versus the Houston Texans. And in fact, Aaron, he's going to start the uh, pr final preseason game this Sunday against the Cowboys uh, at uh, at AT&T Stadium. Yeah, I think uh, most people thought that just because Lawrence was the number one overall pick. But if you watched any of that Jacksonville game, Minshew was terrible. So if you were just going off performance, you would you would think it would be Lawrence. So Lawrence will get the start. Uh, and again, uh, he will be Urban Meyer's quarterback as uh, they move through the uh, 2021 season. So today we learned that Den we learned Denver starting quarterback. We learned uh, Jacksonville starting quarterback, Texas Tech starting quarterback, and the Aggies starting quarterback. All following Baylor's lead. They were three days ahead of them. So there you go. All right. Uh, that uh, Don't forget, uh, if, if you missed any of the uh, show, you can certainly go to SyntechSportsFan.com and uh, – and check it out. We've got all of the uh, all of the shows up on a podcast. You can also go and get individual interviews that uh, you may have missed. Maybe you missed uh, Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated, or maybe you missed Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com, or or Stephen Simcox from Locked On Horn Frogs uh, podcast. So all of those guys on the program today. So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, Ward Whites is uh, getting ready to uh, bring you the Coach Stewart program. That's over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. And that will begin at the top of the hour at 6 o'clock. And uh, you can catch that if you want to check out what's going on with Temple Wildcats football as they take on the uh, they take on the uh, uh, Chaparrales of Austin Westlake Friday night at Wildcat Stadium. Here on ESPN Central Texas, we're going to bring you game two of the series between the Rangers and and the Cleveland Indians. But before we do that, we have got today's Big 12 Blitz. Here is the voice of the Bears, John Morris. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. 